welcome to five minutes in the word this is your daily podcast which spends a few minutes looking at god's word before i get started i want to wish my husband a happy birthday we are still in acts chapter 17 looking at verses 11 and 12 from today's new international version Having been driven out of Thessalonica, Paul and uh, Silas moves on to Berea, leaving Timothy behind to continue to build up the church in Thessalonica. In contrast to those in Thessalonica, the Jews in Berea are much more honorable and open-minded, and that's according to the Faith Life Study Bible. So let's listen to um, Acts chapter 17, verses 11 and 12, read from today's New International Version. Now the Berean Jews were of more noble character than those in Thessalonica, for they received the message with great eagerness and examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. Many of them believed, as did also a number of prominent Greek women and many Greek men. Again, Acts chapter 17, verses 11 and 12, read from today's new international version. I'll be back with insights and we'll close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of Five Minutes in the Word a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening and following my podcast, which can be heard almost anywhere podcasts are heard, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. Like and follow at Minutes Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, this is Acts chapter 17, verses 11 and 12, read from today's New International Version. And y'all pray for me and my voice. Of course, it wants to crack today. So I'm sorry about how horrible I sound. But anyway, when Paul and Silas arrived in Berea, they followed their familiar strategy. They found their Jewish audience and they went to the synagogue of the Jews and they found that the audience of uh, that they were speaking to was more fair-minded than those in Thessalonica. Two things earned this compliment for the Bereans. First, they received the word with all readiness. Second, they searched the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. And that's how we should approach God's word. We need to not just read it like you're reading a novel. We need to actually study it. Like when I taught reading, I had to do in-depth study about the author, about the time, about uh, things that would help my students understand what we were reading. So even as we're studying the scriptures, studying the scriptures, I try to do due diligence in understanding what I'm sharing with you to make it simple. And I can just imagine 
these Berean Christians sitting around Paul and asking questions and reading along. They had their scriptures open and he was teaching them and they were saying, well, let me look right here. Is it, are you sure this is what it says in Psalms? You sure this is what it says in Deuteronomy? And they're looking at their scripture and they're trying, they're making sure that what he's teaching is truly what is in God's word. They searched the scriptures, even though they were hearing teaching from the most famous apostle and theologian of the early church. And we know that he's the uh, human author of at least 13 New Testament books, yet they searched the scriptures. They didn't just say, okay, because you said it, Apostle Paul, I'm going to believe it. Oh, no. They had to make sure that his teaching was truly biblical. They couldn't just accept it because Paul said so. They had to see for themselves. They had to know. One of my favorite uh, Bible teachers when I was younger was J. Vernon McGee and through the Bible. And, of course, it's still available. You know, you can still listen to his teaching. But his concept was to make it so simple it's like putting cookies on the bottom shelf so that even a kid can, can understand it. And that's, you know, I'm sure this is what Paul was doing as he was uh, opening the word up to the, to the Berean church, to the Berean Christians. He was making sure that he was making it so plain that everyone could understand what he was saying. Um, let's see, they, their research was not just casual. It had a certain character. Much is gained when people can be induced to examine the Bible. And um, even as we study, as I'm, you know, taking us through right now the book of Acts, it has caused me to study my Bible even more. And guess what? I'm enjoying it because I'm learning things that maybe I heard, but since I'm doing it, you know, doing it myself, it's sticking, and I love it. And I'm praying that uh, you're getting a lot from it, too. And I'm sorry, the air conditioner just kicked on, but I'm going to keep going. They searched the scriptures. It is worth it. It was worth it for them to search the scriptures and investigate the Word of God to see what Paul was, what, uh, Paul was teaching, if it matched up with God's Word. And then they didn't just search it once a week. They searched it daily. They didn't just wait for the Sabbath. They searched them daily. And they made it uh, a diligent, extended study. And then they searched to find out, not just to hear. They wanted to find out for themselves, to make it a part of them, to make it real in their lives. It wasn't just the, uh, uh, the scriptures that sat on the counter like the little idols from their, if they, you know, if they were formerly pagans, those little idols that just sit on the shelf until you need it. They made, they made this part of their life. And they did a diligent search concerning the truth. The Bereans uh, did not become skeptics. They received the word with all readiness. When Paul preached, they had open hearts, but they also had clear heads. They were ready to hear. That's why they were considered fair-minded, because they were willing to hear. And then many believed, and that's, that's what every minister wants to, to do. They want to share the gospel, 
and to have converts, to have those who come forth and say that they believe. And it says not just um, Greek women, but also prominent Greek men. So the gospel was spreading far and wide. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the picture of Christians coming together, searching the scripture, studying your word, and doing it daily. We thank you for that picture, Father. We thank you as we can just see uh, Apostle Paul sitting there eager to answer questions as he teaches from the scripture to an audience that's willing to hear. God, we thank you for that picture. Father, we're praying for those who need you in a special way, especially the uh, family of the young man in our area, a 14-year-old who died in a boating accident. Comfort their hearts in the name of Jesus. You know what the needs are. And others, there are probably the same types of accidents all over the world. Comfort the hearts, especially those of the household of faith. In the name of Jesus, and whatever other needs there are, Father, which there are many, we uh, lay them at your feet right now, praying for those who need you in whatever their needs are, and thanking you in advance right now for my son in New York getting a contract, even though it starts in January, he will have his own, um, he'll be his own boss, basically. <laughs> so we thank you for that, God, because he's been waiting for as so many else have through this, uh, uh, what's been going on with COVID and all the other things that affected our economy. Bless people's livelihoods, Father. Help us to get back to strong footing in the name of Jesus. Bless us financially, spiritually, physically, emotionally, in the name of Jesus. And thank you in advance for answers prayer, answered prayer. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.